It is Tuesday, May 21st, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. We are still awaiting the return of Dwayne Long. He is on hiatus, but how about this for an understudy? The Dean of Ohio State Recruiting, Bill Curlick, joins us. Bill, how are you this fine, overcast Ohio morning? Doing well up here in the capital city. It is overcast. Hoping the sun comes out here sooner rather than later, but uh, doing well. And and by the way, hoping Dwayne is uh, doing okay and getting back as soon as he can. I'm sure the Bucknutters feel the same way. Miss a little bit of our Dwayne every uh, Tuesday morning. We miss Dwayne on Tuesday mornings. We miss him on the boards. He may come back with a bit of a limp, but he will be back. And hopefully have an update on that return date as soon as possible. We're also talking recruiting here, Bill, obviously, and things have gone quite well. There have been some major, major studs with crystal balls rolling Ohio State's way recently. We've all talked about it and enjoyed it. The latest big-time player to set a visit to Ohio State, Kendall Milton, the five-star running back out of Fresno, California. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have not watched his tape, There's a tape out of his first four games of his senior year. They made a highlight tape. This is something you'll want to pay attention to. I always like to go for a comparison to give people a frame of reference, and here's who he reminds me of. What if L.J. Scott had elite burst and speed? Now, L.J. Scott, believe it or not, the Ohioan and former Michigan State Spartan has already flamed out of two NFL training camps and has quit football. You can put his tape up against anybody. I'm not sure I've seen a kid with his measurables, six foot two, 220 pounds, get north and accelerate as quickly as he does. His awesome 40 time is 4.76. He plays much faster than that. I don't, I don't buy that time at all. He is very high on their board. Bill, give us as much as you know about Kendall Milton. He set up his official visit, how much they love him, who they're competing with. Let's get the Kendall Milton file opened up here. He is going to. Have, he, he announced via Twitter on Monday night that his official visit will be to Ohio State uh, May 31st. That's going to be quite a weekend for Ohio State. Now you got Julian Fleming, the five-star wide receiver, announcing his decision on May 31st. You got Kendall Milton coming in for an official visit uh, that weekend. You know, you look at things, and my uh, goodness gracious, his. Uh, Ryan Day been able to recruit on the offensive side of the ball. And I think it's going to happen on defense too. But, you know, you look at the guys that Ryan Day has been bringing into the program and has a chance to be bringing in an offense, Justin Fields, and, well, you know all the names. But Kendall Milton is special. And, you know, the interesting thing is, you know, they've got two running backs at the top of their board, Kendall Milton, B. John Robinson, and they're both going to make official visits. Um, the way Kendall has it set up right now, high state gets the first shot. And, you know, the thing about the order of official visits, you know, that doesn't necessarily determine where you're going to college, but I still believe in the old adage that you'd like to either get the first or last visit. I think Ohio State knew it was going to be tough getting the last visit, and they and they got they grabbed the first one. He's going to visit Ohio State, uh, followed then by LSU. So I'd rather be in that position as far as going against LSU uh, than them getting the first visit followed by Ohio State. So uh, you know, I, I detailed this on what I am hearing. 
um, uh, recently that uh, if, if I were going to pick right now a crystal ball pick for Kendall Milton, it would be Ohio State. Uh, we'll see if that holds up. You know how I do the things. I, I don't really crystal balls, just generally speaking, on who leads. That's just not the way I do it, and that's just my personal preference. But if I were going to do it right now, it would be for Ohio State. Uh, he is still going to visit, though, Alabama and Georgia. So we'll see how all those uh, things play out. But, again, I like the position that the Buckeyes are sitting in right now. Bill, if they do get a commitment, for example, from uh, Kendall Milton, he would be the most talented football, uh, most talented running back recruit since? Oh, boy. Um Beanie Wells to me is, is pretty hard to beat. You know, you, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I hold Beanie in pretty high regard. Maurice Claret was awful good and so on and so forth. It can keep going back. Uh, but, uh, the, the guy that I would, I guess, would, would come to mind would be Beanie Wells. So to put that in context, that's what I thought you would say. There is no question he is a better high school prospect than Ezekiel Elliott now. We are not saying by any stretch of the imagination that we expect him to be in the long run better than Ezekiel Elliott because I would make an argument that Zeke is the best running back walking planet Earth right now. However, just trying to give you some context there, like I said, if you have not watched video of this guy, do yourself a favor, take a big lunch break today and get it in. He is something special. We will be locked into this recruitment. Bill said he's not the only stuff they're going after. They are big on Bijan Robinson. If he's comparable to Kendall Milton, that lets you just that lets you know just how good he is. So, yeah, and Dan, I want to a- touch on the I, I want to touch on the Zeke Elliott thing too. You know, Zeke Elliott was was not you know a consensus five star guy, but Ohio State had him ranked that way. They absolutely thought he was you know better than everybody out there, so to speak, and and they were turned out to be exactly right on that. Uh, but he was not a consensus five-star guy coming out. But as you kind of alluded to, Dan, at Ohio State, he turned into as good as possible over all-around running back, as I can imagine. You know, great runner and all that, but ferocious blocker. I mean, he was just a, a tremendous blocker at Ohio State. He did it all. And uh, I'm not putting Milton in that category right now, but just – their rankings coming out of high school and all that. That's why, uh, you know, Beanie Wells and so on. That's why I say those guys, because as you alluded to, you know, we're talking about coming out of high school, and while Ohio State had a Zeke Elliott ranked that way, he was not a consensus five-star guy coming out of high school. Well, if you just look at it, Beanie Wells was not the football player that Zeke Elliott was. Zeke Elliott was a great football player. Go watch him play special teams against Purdue. Go back and watch highlights of the Oregon and Alabama games that on that uh, championship run. You can watch an Alabama game, and you will recognize virtually every name on the field because every guy is getting paid big-time dollars now. And Zeke is clearly the best player on the field. Like, it jumps out at you when you see it. Anytime we can yep. appreciate Zeke, we do it here. Speaking of appreciating, Bill, it looks like the state of Ohio has produced another stud kicker prospect, and he got a full offer from Ohio State, which when you were a special teamer, that is something special in and of itself. Jake Siebert, out of Cincy, give us the latest. Well, he he did get an offer from Ohio State on on Monday. Uh, He is the top kicker in the state. 
uh, arguably as good a kicker as there is in the country, I would say. You know, before his offer from Ohio State, they were they were talking about, you know, he was talking about something is going to work out, did not know what it was with Ohio State, whether it would be some type of preferred walk-on, full scholarship, or or preferred walk-on for a year, developing a scholarship. That all wasn't known to Jake, and then he gets the – Full, the the offer from Ohio State on Monday, uh, going into things before he had the offer from Ohio State, he had told me that Ohio State, Michigan State, UCLA, and Temple uh, were his top four. The noteworthy thing there is that the other three had already offered him. Ohio State had not at that point. Yet Ohio State was still in there with those other schools, which you know that's why uh, yeah you got to feel pretty good about Ohio State position they sit in. And that's why I crystal balled him to Ohio State today. I, I think it will likely come down to Ohio State or Michigan State. Um, we'll see. The thing is, he's just looking for the right fit. And at Ohio State with Blake Hobbyall and his situation uh, and all, you know, he could come in and uh, eventually take his place, you know, fairly quickly. You know, Hobbyall's not uh, not – uh, doesn't have a lot of time left at Ohio State, and, and Siebert could be the guy right after him. I think it's a pretty advantageous position uh, for Siebert when he looks at Ohio State. All right, Bill, I did not ask you this question pregame. We did not discuss it, so if I ambush you, I'm sorry. But can you think of an Ohioan special teamer with a full offer who didn't come to Ohio State? Whew. Um <laughs> Not right off the top of my head. I'd have to really think about that for a while, and nobody comes to mind off the top of my head now. Yes, I think you can rest assured. You combine that with Bill's crystal ball, there's a very good chance Siebert will be taking classes in Columbus later today. Moving on, he won't be taking classes for a while at Ohio State, but Corey Kiner, 2021 running back from Roger Bacon in the Cincinnati area, also earned an offer. That's an in-state offer to a young kid at a skilled position, which means they must really think a whole lot of him. Yeah, and I, I saw Corey uh, not too long ago in person down in Cleves, Ohio. Uh, I thought he looked good. Um, you know, he's 5'10", 205 pounds, and, uh, um, yeah, I think this one, you know, could come down to one of those old-fashioned Ohio State-Michigan battles. Um, he likes Michigan, no doubt about it. Michigan offered him pretty early, and he likes them. But, you know, talking to him last night after the Ohio State offer, he's pretty fired up about that Ohio State offer, too. Um, you know, he, he's a kid that, as a freshman, rushed for 1,200 yards on the varsity, 1,700-plus more as a sophomore. So, obviously, the productivity is there. You know, he's got 19 offers now. I don't think he's going to rush into anything. Um, he's going to visit schools this summer, but but he's a kid that certainly uh, he passes the look test. You know, I, I think he's a kid that, uh, like I said, he, he could well end up at either Michigan or Ohio State, one of those two schools, and and now the Buckeyes have their hat in the ring, so to speak, too. Given it Cincinnati, we will keep a squinted eye on that one. All right, we'll talk a little bit about Cincinnati here and finish off with some more five-star chatter like we started on Kendall Milton. That's Paris Johnson the Cincinnati and Julian Fleming. You've been at the front of these recruitments. You've had all the knowledge on it. Give us the latest on Paris Johnson and Julian Fleming just so we can have some five-star fun to finish off here. Well, I, I, I continue to think things trend pretty well for Ohio State with Paris Johnson. You know, he um, 
He is going to make an official visit. He's scheduled to make an official visit to LSU this weekend. That will be a big one, certainly. Uh, but then he has Ohio State the weekend on June 21st. And, gosh, what a weekend that's going to be for Ohio State as far as who some of the prospects they're bringing in for official visits. And uh, nothing is a done deal yet uh, with Ferris Johnson. He is, you know, doing his homework. He's, uh, you know, as we've talked about before, when he committed to Ohio State, it was Urban Meyer as the head coach. And that was who his relationship uh, was with, and now he's developing what I think is an outstanding relationship with Brian Day, and I just feel like in the end, you know, that's going to go in Ohio State's favor as, as those two continue to develop a great relationship. So uh, we'll see. I like Ohio State's chances again. They've got the June 21st official visit. Um, we'll see. As far as Julian Fleming, you know, again, he's he's making his announcement on May 31st. I crystal balled him to Ohio State, which tells you where I think he's going uh, pretty definitively. But, you know, we'll have to wait for the official announcement. But I I love where Ohio State sits, and I think the Buckeyes are going to win out when he makes that announcement. And, you know, you you look at what Ryan Day, again, has done with the Ohio State offense and passing attack in particular since he's been Ohio State. uh, I think Buckeye fans – uh, with Justin Fields, uh, Julian Fleming, Garrett Wilson, and on and on, uh, maybe Kendall Milton, that's some serious firepower. I realized the other day, Bill, I forgot Jamison Williams was even coming to Ohio State. He's an outstanding prospect. And the two kids that are in the 2020 class, you don't hear quite as much because they committed early. G. Scott and Jackson Smith and Jimba, those kids are outstanding wide receivers. And you put a Julian Fleming in there, and my goodness, you know, that's a tremendous haul. And it's hard to say enough positive things about what Brian Hartline has done, both from a coaching standpoint with the wide receivers and from a recruiting standpoint. I mean, uh, it's just been incredible what he's done. The idea of having Paris Johnson, Julian Fleming, and Kendall Milton in the same class, I almost have to go take a walk around the block when I think about that, people, so... Things are looking good in the Ryan Day era. Let's all just have some patience on the recruiting front. We appreciate Bill stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters.